All right. Well, we're glad to have this huge audience here tonight. Uh, if, if you're online, we're glad you're able to join us, and thanks for being part of this. Obviously, with the coronavirus, we are having to do things different. Um, make sure to join us next week because we're going to have some announcements on upcoming events and potentially any changes or if it's on back on track or when we'll start meeting back in the youth room. But for now, this is our standard format until future notice. So the attendance is down. We noticed it's dropped a lot tonight, but for some reason, the IQ level hasn't dropped as much as I expected it to. I don't know why. I, I, nothing against our youth group. I'm not knocking them, but apparently uh, they don't bring a lot to the table. Um, I was going to sing tonight because we don't have our band. I didn't know the words to Baby Shark. So next week, tune in, tune in, because we're going to do Baby Shark. I'm going to do it right here on the stage. If I don't, well, it's, it's because I lied to you. Um, so, Corey, tonight's going to be a, a shorter version. We've got snacks, but obviously it's just us that's going to eat them. You won't get to participate, but we'll be thinking about you while we, while we enjoy them because we're having steak. It's, it's amazing what we have when you're not here. So, uh, you know, we don't like you that much. Let's just be honest. So tonight, uh, Corey's going to come up. We're just going to teach. We're no music, no team time. If you're looking for team time, uh, that's not happening tonight. Not going to happen. Instead, we're just going to read some scripture, and then we'll get into the lesson. Cool. So tonight's scripture, I'm gonna, we're going to go to Joshua. Uh, this, the, we're going to go to Joshua 24. This is after Joshua's crossed uh, the Jordan, and they've done the Battle of Jericho, done all the battles throughout the land. Uh, they've, Joshua's pulled all the tribe leaders together, and he's given them their commands so that they can go back into the lands where, he's, where, where they've been uh, given their, their area Throughout the, throughout the area that they took over. So Joshua 24, verses, starting in verse 14, it says, Now therefore, fear the Lord, serve Him in sincerity and in truth, and put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the river, the river being Jordan, and in Egypt. Serve the Lord, and if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves the day... Uh, Choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your father served, or that were on the other side. That were, uh, pardon me, I got it. the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the river, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. So let's pray. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for just keeping us safe. We thank you for the opportunity just to have a format to still t uh, reach out to the youth. We lift them up to you and ask for safety as they're out of school and they, they're having to deal with the coronavirus like the rest of us, Lord. We just, we just pray for them. We pray for their families, their, especially those that are elderly. We just pray that you keep us safe and help us, Lord, in all that we do, whether it's here or at school or just uh, staying confined to our homes, that we're serving you. Uh, maybe whether it's just reading scripture or ministering through text to each other. We thank you for the, the, just the opportunity to be here tonight. We lift you up and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, all righty. By the way, um, no, y'all don't know this, but Harley said that he would send me a picture of his face. So I don't know if... Y'all can see that online, but there's, there's Harley. So um, thanks, Harley. Thank you for that. Um, 
we are going to kind of continue our lesson on God's attributes. Um, and so tonight, we are going to be studying his eminence. And um, so if you are online and you haven't um, been a part of the last, I don't know how many weeks we've been in youth group, but since August, um, we've been in, in a study on God's attributes. And um, so this is week 14 in this study. Um, and so we've got three more nights, including tonight to go. So we'll, we'll probably finish God's attributes um, apart from one another. Um, but if, again, if you're not, not here, I do want to kind of set the stage. Um, so this is just a random list of attributes that the Lord has put on my heart um, to kind of share about who he is, what makes God God. Um, and so we are, we are going to pick up where we've left off, and that's on his eminence. Attribute number 14. And uh, what I want you all to think about when you uh, think of God being imminent is that he is at hand. Okay, so he is at hand. And so one of the first things we always do every week is to define his eminence. But before we really get going, I would, um, would like to pray. So we'll, uh, we'll pray real quick. Heavenly Father, Lord, <clears throat> I just come to you and, um, Lord, I'm, I'm thankful. I'm thankful that you've put us in um, the year 2020 so that when something like this happens, we can still share your word. Lord, that we can still um, interact with one another in some capacity. Lord, that when we are um, quarantined, being quarantined, Lord, that we are still not completely separate. Lord, that we're not um, just so alone. Father, I'm, I'm thankful that, um, <laughs> Lord, that you had tonight set up for us to learn about you being imminent and that you're at hand. Um, and Lord, that is so fitting. Um, as I've been studying the last week or so about this particular attribute, and thinking through what was going on in our world, um, I just couldn't help but be thankful. So Father, I'm thankful that you are at hand. Father, I, I pray that um, you would speak through me tonight, Father, that it would be your words and not mine. Lord, I pray that you would be honored and glorified tonight. Father, I pray that you would be with those um, who are sick, Father, whether it's from the um, coronavirus or not related to it, Father. I just pray that this is a, a difficult time to be sick with any kind of sickness, and, and I just pray that you would really um, be involved in that, Lord, and, and let those people know that you're involved. Father, I, I pray that you would be with um, doctors and nurses and just um, paramedics, Lord, just everybody that is, is going to be working long shifts, Father, and, and trying to keep us healthy, um, Lord, I just lift them up to you, and I, I pray for um, rest. I pray for strength. Lord, I pray for wisdom. Father, I pray for our country's leaders as they are setting um, potential policies in place, Lord, maybe new laws or whatever it is for protection. Um, I just pray that you would give them wisdom, Lord. I, I pray that ultimately we would really just understand and believe that you are in control. Lord, even in a time like this, you're in control. You are still on your throne. Nothing has changed. 
Father, I pray that we would find our rest in that. Lord, I pray that tonight we would learn a lot about you and you being at hand, Lord, and, and we would find peace in that. It's in your holy name that I pray. Amen. All right, so we normally always start out with defining um, the attribute, and so we'll start out with defining his eminence. And so one of the first things that we want to go through is that God is at hand. All right, if you were to do just a simple um, word uh, study through Webster's Dictionary, you would see that it's to uh, remain within. It is being indwelling. It is inherent. Um, it's existing or operating within. All right? I love Google. Students know this. I Google everything. So, God, if you're just going to Google eminence, you'll see that God permanently pervades and sustains the universe. All right, so when we, when we think of God being eminent, what we need to think about is that he is pervading and sustaining the universe. He's not just here, but he's here intimately. And this is an incommunicable attribute, and this is something only God possesses. And so normally we always ask um, every, every night, and because y'all aren't here, I can't really ask you, is it communicable or incommunicable? But um, I want you all to know this is an incommunicable attribute, and so it's something that we cannot possess. Um, this is something that only God has. All right, so let's get into what does the Bible say? What does the Bible say? All right, let's look at Jeremiah 23, 23 through 24. I'll give you all a second to turn there. Jeremiah 23, 23 through 24. It says, Am I a God near at hand, says the Lord, and not a God afar off? Can anyone hide himself in secret places? So I shall not see him, says the Lord. Do I not fill heaven and earth, says the Lord? And what I really want us to think about in this passage is that God is at hand. He's a God that is near. We cannot hide from him. It's impossible. He's everywhere. All right. Let's turn to Psalm 139, and we're actually going to read the whole chapter. Psalm 139. And this is God's perfect knowledge of man. It's for the chief music, musician. It's a psalm that David wrote. <clears throat> o Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know my sitting down and my rising up. You understand my thought afar off. You comprehend my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word on my tongue, but behold, O Lord, you know it altogether. You have hedged me behind and before and laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend into heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall fall on me, even the night shall be light about me. Indeed, the darkness shall not hide from you, but the night shines as the day. The darkness and the light are both alike to you. 
For you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed, and in your book they all were, were written, the days fashioned for me, when as yet there were none of them. How precious also are your thoughts to me, O God! How great is the sum of them! If I should count them, they would be more in number than the sand. When I awake, I am still with you. O oh, that you would slay the wicked, O God! Depart from me, therefore you bloodthirsty men, for they speak against you wickedly. Your enemies take your name in vain. Do I not hate them, O Lord, who hate you? And do I not loathe those who rise up against you? I hate them with perfect hatred. I count them my enemies. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties. And see if there is any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting." One of the things I really want us to think about is <clears throat> if God is near and we can't hide from him, there are consequences there, good and bad. The Lord sees me doing good and the Lord sees me doing bad. And so he is searching us and he knows us. And so I want that to kind of be in our minds as we're living our lives that God is with us. At all times. I mean, he is around us. He is a God that is at hand. And so that really needs to be in our minds because one of the things that I know for me personally, when there is a temptation to sin, if I stop and I kind of think, the Holy Spirit is right here with me. I mean, fully aware of what's going on. That tends to make me think twice about committing that sin. Now, because I'm me, there's plenty of times that I continue in that temptation and I, and I go into the sin. But that thought has really helped me to kind of dial back and go, hmm, the Lord's about to watch me do what I'm doing. And so I just let that be in your mind. All right, let's turn to Haggai 2.5. All right, according to the word that I covenanted with you when you came out of Egypt, so my spirit remains among you. Do not fear. All right? And so God's spirit remains with his people. Do not fear. If you're part of God's family, if you're his child, then his spirit remains with us. We have nothing to fear. And we'll, we'll kind of come back to that in a little while, but just know there's nothing to fear. All right, in Acts 17, 27 through 28. Acts 17, 27 through 28. All right, 27. So that they should seek the Lord in the hope that they might grope for him and find him, though he is not far from each one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being. 
as also some of your poets have said, for we are also his offspring. God is close to everyone. I mean, that's what this says here, right? 27, very tail end, though he is not far from each one of us. All right, he's not far. And so we can have this, this peace in our life knowing that our creator, the God that still sits on his throne, is, is close to us. All right? And so one of the things I like to do is try to give everybody some application. It's kind of like a so what? What does this all mean to us? We can't hide from God. And remember this while being tempted. All right, as, as those solicitations to evil come, as, as the invitation to sin happens, remember that you're not hiding from God. It didn't work for Adam and Eve. It's not going to work for us. All right, and so remember that, that we are near God at all times. We should not fear. All right, we should not fear. God is close to everyone. All right, and that's, that's part of the reason why we can live in a life of, of no fear is because God is close to us. And the last one, God is not social distancing himself from us. All right, and this time period of a lot of unknown, it, it's, it can weigh on you. It really can. Um, parents may not know if they have jobs in a month or two. Um, maybe income has already been uh, misplaced to some degree. Maybe you're being sent home or, or maybe you're able to work, but you don't know how long that's for. Um, and then while you're at work, maybe you're worried, is someone around me going to infect me with this, um, this virus that I'm then going to take home to my family? I mean, there's so many unknowns here. Um, and as we're pulling away from one another, please know God is not doing that. God is just as present today as he was two weeks ago. And so as we're going through this this hills and valleys of our life right now where one day we might get good news and the virus is kind of dampening down a little bit and then the next day maybe the virus is ramping up. God is on the throne. And not only is he on the throne, but he's with us. And so we shouldn't live in the spirit of fear. And so if you're a born-again believer, the call is not to have fear. The call is to have trust. We should be able to trust the Lord that has saved us. Why would we not trust him? And so that's kind of my challenge to you is that as we're going through these changes over the next weeks, months, maybe even year, that we would trust God and that the world would be able to look at us, even as teenagers, and know that there is something different about us. Because though we may be quite literally staring death in its eye, we're not afraid. Because we know where we're going. We know who has us. We know where we're going to spend eternity. And there's no better place. I mean, Paul had that mindset. To live as Christ, to die is gain. Death is gain to us. And so that's my challenge, is that we would go throughout our day not living in the sense of fear, but that we would live in the sense of God's got it. I mean, 2,000 years ago, he knew what was going to happen in 2020. This has not surprised him. It very well may have surprised all of us and has. Hasn't surprised him. 
And so we can know, we can trust, we can believe in this God who says, don't fear because I'm here. I am here. And so my encouragement is that hopefully you can take what we've kind of dissected just a little bit tonight. I mean, we've barely scratched the surface on God being imminent, God being at hand, but hopefully you can kind of take what the Lord has put in Scripture about Him being at hand, and you can take the other 13 attributes that we've learned, we've gone through, and we can really just settle down and remember who God is. Use this time to focus on Him, right? We've got a lot of time right now. We're staying inside, or we might be going outside, but we're not leaving the house and doing a lot of stuff. And so we've got more time than ever now. Take advantage of it. Use it to seek the Lord. Use it to study. Use it to encourage one another. No groups of 10 or more, right? That's the, that's the rule. So you better not encourage groups in 11 or more. You do it over Facebook or FaceTime or Snapchat or whatever you're going to do. Nine or less. But at the end of the day, this needs to be a time where the world can look at us and go, what is wrong with these people? They don't care if they die. And it's not so much that we don't care. It's just we know what we're getting. And we're getting a holy God. So let's just let that be our focus. Let, let's that, let that be what we're looking forward to. Let that be why we're not fearful. Because we know God is with us. And he's already taken care of all of this. Whether we see it now or not. Alright, let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, I'm thankful for um, I'm thankful for the technology we have Lord again that we can communicate Lord I'm thankful that you are in control Father I'm thankful that you are fully aware of what's going on and you are on your throne and nothing has changed for you Lord, our world may be turning upside down for us, but for you, it's constant. Lord, I, I pray that, um, that I would really take hold and, and take to heart what was said tonight, Father, that, that the world would be able to look at Corey and see you. Father, I pray that um, our youth would know how much you love them Lord, and, and how you've already prepared the way out here. Father, I pray that we would trust you as a youth group. Father, I pray that um, we would sing praises to you day and night. Lord, that we would use this time of um, separation from, from friends, family, Lord, from, from all the daily activities, and, and that we would use that time wisely to grow in the knowledge of you. Father, I pray that your Holy Spirit would empower these young kids, these young people, to truly take hold of what they've got, your word. Whether they would spend time in it, they would study it, and they would know you more. Father, I look forward to the day that we can get back together, whether it's in weeks or months, and we can worship you as, as one together in each other's presence. But until then, Lord... I'm thankful for them. Lord, I miss them. I know that other leaders feel that way, Lord. But I'm thankful for the time that we've had with them. Lord, I'm looking forward to the time that we get back with them. 
And in that void, Lord, I just pray that you would grow us as individuals. You would help us to love on each other the best way that we can in this time period to support one another, Lord, to encourage, Lord, and and to really just grow in you. Father, again, I just lift up those who need to be lifted up, Lord, those decision makers, uh, whether it's um, people in our government or Lord, people in our church government, Lord, the elders of the church, I just pray that you would give those, those men and women um, wisdom, Father, and that you would give them just the foresight to know how to lead effectively and properly. Father, I pray that we would be obedient um, to that, Lord, and, and, and I know that that's, that's a work you have to perform on me often, Lord. I pray that I would be obedient to those things that are put in place. Father, I pray that we would trust you knowing that you are God and God alone. Father, help us to rest in the fact that you are imminent, you are at hand. Lord, we thank you for it. It's in your precious and truly holy, holy, holy name that I pray. Amen.